MFA is a new uh, pop-up movement. Movement. Uh, it's a new movement uh, where we are welcoming people to have shared co-working space. Yeah. And we have food available that we've made and created by donation. Um, we're very much hosts of this and you're welcome. Anyone is welcome to come. Related, it can be uh, love related. And I know you wanted to shy away from the word co working because that word has been so pigeonholed. Um, but really, we wanted to focus on the arts, which, yes. which hasn't received a lot of care and attention in this community. This is a space where I feel like we can really encourage writers and students, researchers, artists to do their creative work and have a little community to support them or even just to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. It seems weird to debrief about it now because it seems like it's so far in the past. But people are still talking about it. Yeah. Coral in the in the lobby, she seemed to think that we only did it once and that it was never happening again. But I told her, don't worry, we're starting up again in the new year. Mm-hmm. It was just so, a beta test. Yeah. And that's kind of neat because I think Apartment Cafe, the way I understand it so far, is that we're holding space yeah. for people to come and co-work. So the holding space part is is a lot of what we're doing through social media, right? If there's if there's a buzz about it, if people are talking about mm-hmm. it, that's not just good from like a, oh, we're like, Apartment Cafe is famous. Like, no, it's, 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 it's part of letting people in the community know that mm-hmm. there is this thing going on. You can come, you can co-work, you can have you know, pop-up alternative to hanging out in a cafe or renting co-working space. And I think everyone who I talked to about it, they got it right away. I didn't even need to explain as soon as I said apartment cafe. They were like, oh, huh, that's a pretty cool idea. And, you know, there's so much focus on tech freelancers. I think that's what we think of most in this Mm -hmm. community. And people working at places like Um, the Velocity Garage or Treehouse um, and these like formal shared office spaces Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to be mentoring one another um, or whatever and there's programs that you can do Um, but Apartment Cafe just has like less of an edge to it It, it's more of there's somebody opening their home to you So I really like that. I really like that about it. And it's something that I think anyone could do if they have the um, the inclination towards the, that kind of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this does not have to only be limited to the York Building. For now, this yeah. is where we're hanging out. Yeah. But there's a movability to this. For sure. I like that. It's I like that it's flexible. Mm-hmm. There was a woman in, I think, Seattle who had done a similar thing. Mm. Um, and it was all about community, leaning on the generosity of your neighbors and the talents of whoever mm. wants to do whatever they want to do. And and uh, 
yeah, holding space is a, mm-hmm. is a good term. And we've called it apartment cafe because so often, how, how often are we all just hanging out in coffee shops, in cafes, on our laptops, or doing little projects? It's such a wonderful kind of environment to be in to get out of the house and, and work on something, especially something that's really taking a lot of creative energy. And what if we brought that energy of a cafe where people are all at their separate tables working on their laptops or on their notebooks or whatever device or, or materials they're using? What if we just take that culture and bring it into people's homes? We don't need, we don't need to necessarily keep that in, uh, in fixed coffee shops, although God bless the coffee shops. I don't know what I would do without them. I mean, I think apartment cafe is more intimate and sometimes you don't want that intimacy and that's fine. I think at the same time, like we obviously have to deal with gentrification and what's our impact in being hipsters in downtown Kitchener and keeping this apartment cafe as a really open, accessible space, having our food by donation, we want to have this be open and I think the focus on arts ties into that because often artists can't afford to be in some of these more formal spaces. Mm-hmm. I wonder I just wonder how we can be more intentional about welcoming everybody. And maybe that's taking a look at having a code of conduct. Mm, um yeah. Which is kind of a bureaucratic thing, but for a lot of people they look for those kinds of indicators to to say, am I going to feel comfortable in this space? I like that, a code of conduct. Um, it's kind of a carryover from the tech industry mm-hmm. where a lot of tech conferences have reputations for being booze fest where you know people are allowed to just let loose and you're at a tech conference, don't worry about it. A lot of sexual harassment happens, mm-hmm. a lot of binge drinking, and like there's a lot of people that don't feel safe in these spaces. Um, uh, just thinking about that comment we got on our Facebook wall, like that person uh, didn't get the information about where we were located, and I think they felt slighted. Like their needs obviously weren't being met, and that and that they were feeling intentionally excluded. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a two-way street. Yeah, that reaction I think is a two-way street. Yeah, and our code of conduct, I think, I think that. Part of what can make collaborative spaces like this work in, in a sharing economy is everyone agreeing to agreeing to a certain level of cooperation mm-hmm. and approach to how we speak to each other. Yeah. How we respect one another. So, um, it because we are on the internet. I mean, mm-hmm. anything can happen. We'll probably attract some jerks we'll probably attract some weirdos and we're going to have to deal with it when we feel like a line is being crossed we're going to have to make decisions as hosts and facilitators Mm -hmm. um, and uh, holders of this space about how to proceed Thank you.
for an event like this to work and a community like this to work having a general agreement of how we how we treat one another is yeah. I think an important baseline and, and this is how we would want to have our space function and then if there's other apartment cafes they have yes. their own spaces we ran out of soup near the end we did run out of soup People were really grateful for the food. Yeah. And we put a lot of love into the food and a yeah. lot of thought into picking the menu. For Very sure. simple fare. Yeah. Simple vegetarian, as local as we could get, yeah. um, as supporting as many local businesses as we could. I don't think a single item was purchased at a supermarket, which um, or like a big, you know, big chain. So that's important to us and our values. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of opportunity for partnership in that area. I haven't gotten in touch with the Hacienda Coffee Roasters, but uh, they were interested. Just the fact that Apartment Cafe is going to have an intention to use a local coffee roaster. Mm-hmm. We get to acknowledge that we're part of this community. Yes. And that's very Kitchener-centric, and that's part of why we're here, rather than some theoretical Apartment Cafe anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it can shift and move to people's homes and this could become a movable thing where maybe there's three or four apartment cafes going on with their own schedules Mm -hmm. in the city. And um, if they want to take that local angle a different way, then that's their prerogative because even downtown Kitchener is different than other neighborhoods. Yeah. And maybe... There's something that people are really connected to that they want to feature in their menu. It's true. Yeah. You know, we're, we're people who really love community and love this community and are I think, always see the value in strengthening networks and building partnerships. And, you know, who knows if maybe Victoria at the Yeti and I are having some cool conversation and for some reason mm-hmm. she's like, here, take a bunch of paleo cookies. <laughs> I would try not to eat them all myself. <laughs> you know, if there was, yeah, if if that was a partnership that just naturally happened, or um, mm-hmm. yeah, other other local businesses that we can partner with food wise. Getting on to this philosophy of Kitchener is growing and it's maturing, and we and there can be more, and we can do more. So, apartment cafe doesn't need to compete with anything mm-hmm. because there's so much going on in this city that another option is just logical thing. It's not like we're taking business away from Queen Street Commons or the coffee culture. We're all coexisting. There's not a mentality of like, what are you doing hurting our viability? Mm. That's not it at all. The mentality is more like, that's really cool. I'm interested to hear what you're going to do next. And yeah. and I'm really grateful for that support. Just that we have a culture where everyone's just trying to do cool things. It's so true. And I think most of us feel that um, mm-hmm. we're excited about Kitchener right now. We're excited about the possibilities and all the expansion that's happening and the innovative ideas, this being one of them, just 
innovation happening all over the place in many sectors and that growth is part of that that we want to have multiple hipster coffee shops we want to have multiple hipster bars we want to have style frugal and you know knitting stores and we want to have more health food stores more pop-up um legacy green type things yeah uh the more the merrier like we want local business we Mm -hmm. absolutely want local excitement about kitchener and I think that's the new face of mom and pop shops. Like people mm. talk about mom and pop shops and like there's a whole new breed of them now that, that are young people like our age who are going out on a limb and not getting a nine to five job in an office like their parents did. Mm.